Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. What in the world has happened to America? (gasps) These words are spoken, of course, by friends, family, all around, from both political parties and all of those in between. But when you hear them spoken by someone from another country, which I seem to have heard a lot of lately, I have some really close friends in Australia and some former students and good friends, for instance, in Germany and France and Many times I will have friends from these countries say, we used to always want to be like America. We wanted to come to America. I have some friends in South Africa that say they will never come to America. It's not safe. Tourists are being killed. People are killing their own friends and family and brothers and sisters. We could get really negative about it and just talk about how horrible America has become. And this is not the America that we grew up in. I know us old timers are saying exactly what the old timers of our days said. I remember when my grandparents and people their age would say, yeah, well, look at all of you hippies and what you've done and that music you listen to, those boys, those Beatles with the long hair, that's not even real music. And of course, we laugh at that now when we think how far we have become even more grotesque, as some might put it. When we think about what is being said on television, all of the cable channels, what about the internet and all of the pornography that statistics tell us the first time that a child sees pornography on the internet is at the age of nine or 10. And we wonder why there is sex trafficking. And we could just throw our hands up in the air and say, we have gone too far. We're never going to get America back the way we had it. And that is probably the truth. America will never be like it was back at the turn of last century into the roaring 20s, which they thought were oh so sinful, those flappers, on into the 50s and, well, the 40s with their zoot suits, and then the 50s with the Elvis craze, the 60s, the Beatles, the drugs, the alcohol, the hippies, and then on into the punk rockers and all of that stuff where kids were piercing their ears with safety pins hanging out of them. And it's not what you see as much as what has changed in the heart of young people, of young adults, and of those who have become so disillusioned that they don't even want to live anymore. The suicide rate, especially through the pandemic and through some of the other issues that are happening right now, has become so high And we hear and see all of this and think, what difference could I possibly make? Let me explain one thing somebody told to me, and it was so truthfully, proverbial truthfully said, you can't change the world, but you can change the heart of one person, one at a time. And the old adage is, if each one could reach one, we could change the world back again to have a more positive, upbeat, 
uplifted? Well, maybe not. Because there's one thing that has been taken out of our schools, out of our classrooms, out of our society, and we know it because we have seen it left out of the national anthem of our own country, God Bless America, how it is not sung anymore. And when we even pledge allegiance, one nation, you hear a silence many times under God. Indivisible will be coming up right next, but what about under God? Is God out of all of this? Is that possibly the reason that America has changed? All I know is that my husband and I have been very blessed to be able to visit 65 plus other foreign countries and Each one of them, whether it was from one that was a third world country where we cried every day and night over the little children living in the garbage piles and in the big mudslides of humanity. And sometimes in China, we would see the boats where the boat people would live and never even touch land. The babies would just live on these garbage heaps and keep collecting enough garbage for the next day. I didn't understand any of that, and I couldn't wait to be back on my own foreign soul. And yet I have so many friends in European and South African and Australian cities and towns and families that they're thanking God that they weren't born and raised in America because they too probably would have been dead by now. Isn't that sad to think? And yet it's not what other countries think of us. It's what do we think of ourselves and what can we do to change it? If you know one person in your sphere of influence, whether that's in your family, in your friends, in your place of work, your place of employment, your school, if you know one person that is lonely, that is despondent, that perhaps you see no hope so they say, for their own future, this is the one that is being placed before you that you can help, that you can make a difference in their life. Recently, a group of my friends here in the town that we've moved to in Florida to retire, about 35 of us wrote our own past stories and the influence that God had on our lives throughout our ages, some of us as young as in our 30s and 40s and 50s, and some even up into their 80s. And yet God made a difference when they were facing the worst time in their life. If you're listening to this right now, and you're going through a horrible, horrible time of your life, a struggle where you see no hope, where you don't see a future, I challenge you to find the closest Bible preaching church. Don't just go to some kumbaya, let's think positive thoughts and throw each other in the river. No, I'm talking about some place where you will really hear the truth, the truth of God that can and will set you free if you'll open your mind and your heart to receiving that truth, that truth that you are so loved that God loves you so much. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to live and die for you. And if you're getting ready to turn this off right now, because I said that dreaded J word of Jesus, ask God to tell you the truth. Ask God, just flat out say, if you really did send your son, Jesus, 
to die for me that I might have life and life abundantly and eternal life with you, let me know. Because if that is not true, I know that I will know that it's not. And I will have nothing left to do with it. That's the prayer I prayed some 40 years ago. And I am so glad that God revealed to me, oh, yes, oh, yes, here I am. I'm putting my arms around you. I am showing you my truth. But you must get out that old worn out book, that old Bible, and read it. Because I have promises in there, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, promises that will set you free from the bondage of your own mind, from that depravity of your own spirit, from the places where you have gone so far, you think God could never love you. I love you just as you are, he says. I love you with no conditions. All I want is for you to come to me to seek the truth, and I promise you the truth will set you free. Will you do that, my friend? Will you find that place in Philippians or in the book of John where he talks about his life and how the earth began and how he came here to live and die for you? Read it with an open mind and ask God, if it's true, let me know it in my heart, because my friend, he will, and it is, and you shall seek him and you will find him when you seek him with your whole heart, and that's the truth. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. May God shine his light into your life this day. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.